0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: Yes, indeed, we're back at it. And if you have issues with your car, your truck, your van, and you need to bring it in for service at your favorite dealer, or your favorite shop, and you want to know what could be ailing, Dan Burns, ASE Certified Technician at Loy's Automotive, will help you do just that. We'll give you that uh, information as Dan analyzes your vehicle uh, on the radio. Good morning, Dan. Good morning, Denny Long. How are you, sir? I'm doing really well this morning. Okay. I hope you are too. You guys have a good week at Lloyd's. A good, a good busy
0: week, that's for sure.
1: Yeah. What, what are folks coming in for? General well, you stuff.
0: Know, we've seen some rain stuff. Yeah. Uh, rain, some rain-related issues. So uh, uh, that's been going on, and you know that some of the heat stuff hasn't uh, hasn't quite ended yet, but uh, people are starting to think of back to school uh, with their kids and and their cars and, uh, and getting getting cars ready for fall.
1: Yeah, and uh, I, I was looking at the forecast, and I mentioned that that we could get, and I'm going to uh, ask you this question in a second here, uh, one to two inches of rain overnight. But in the meantime, if you have any kind of a car, car question, don't wait, Dan. Uh, we'll, we'll be with us till just about 745, so uh, don't hesitate. If you have any kind of a car, truck, van question... Uh, Send a text, not call, just a text. That number is 651-989-9226. Dan, I mentioned it earlier, the uh, huge amount of engineers are working on our phone system. (laughs) And uh, one of these days we'll actually have it back. But in the meantime, uh, send Dan a text, 651-989-9226. You and I over the years have uh, talked about this. Uh, Some folks, some, see some standing water in the street or highway and they thought oh i could make that no problem let me just forge right through it uh, unfortunately in some cases their vehicle is not amphibious what, uh, what what's an issue what what can what kind of problems can that cause
0: well you know first of all it's kind of fun to be able to talk about rain related issues true? But, yeah. Yeah. but you know the the trouble with going through a deep puddle is well first of all if you're going at a significant speed you'll get the hydroplaning of your vehicle, which means the tires actually lose, uh, lose contact with the ground and end up floating on the water. And, of course, uh, when you're floating on the water with rubber tires, you have no control of the vehicle at all. And so that's a very dangerous situation. And the other thing that can happen is on, uh, I wouldn't say most cars, but many, car, many cars, the air intake uh, for the engine the the you know the place where the air comes into the engine and that's an important component in combustion is air Uh, but that is that is located down uh, close to the front bumper down near the front bumper and so you go through a big puddle that goes over your bumper and your car will ingest a big gulp of water Uh, it's designed to ingest a big gulp of air and when you stick water on the inside of your uh, cylinder, that's going to just cause a big problem because the engine can't compress that water. It can compress air, but it cannot compress water, and so you end up damaging your engine. You, you bend stuff, you bend a connecting rod, or uh, you ruin valves, or you do something to the inside of the engine that is catastrophic, and it's, uh, it actually destroys the engine. So that's a big deal. I, I warn people: do not attempt to go through a puddle that gets higher than your bumpers, because uh, you're asking for trouble if you do that.
1: Yeah, and in many cases, you don't know how deep that
0: the water is. Well, that's 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 true. You don't always know, but but when in doubt, be conservative yeah. and uh, check it out. Go check it out and see if uh, you know. Maybe watch other good ve- vehicles that are going through it, but. But uh, I think the, the measure
1: is do not go through
0: water that goes above your bumpers because you're going to get trouble.
1: And we may be doing that very thing tonight, as I said, with one to two inches predicted overnight here in the Twin Cities. We'll keep apprised of that. Uh, let's see. Here's a text uh, that says a 2003 Ford F-250 that the blinker constantly clicks. text texter says, I have heard it could be a problem with the multifunctional switch. Any ideas?
0: Well, that's that would be a common problem, and with a multifunctional switch, what they're talking about is the turn signals, the headlights, and the wipers. The multifunctional switch, and uh, it's a, it's a common problem uh, with Ford vehicles, and uh, we replace them frequently. And it's good news is it's not a significant repair. It looks like it's complicated to get to it by taking all that plastic covering off, but in, actually it's pretty simple to get to it, and it's also pretty simple to replace. It's a covering off, but in, actually it's pretty simple to get to it, and it's also pretty simple to replace.
1: Your car care question via text for ASC Certified Technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive. Our phone number is 651, well, it's our text number, actually, six, which used to be the same, but that's another story, 651 651- 9899226 text questions only for Dan Burns at 6519899226 here's another one came out to a dead battery door lock unlock would not even work tested the battery read 12 volts check connections still nothing put in a new battery which also read 12 volts and voila back in business why would the old battery read 12 but still not work
0: well, you know, you need, you need uh, voltage and you need amperage. And uh, a battery will read, and, and often does read 12 volts, but there's no amps behind it. And you know what I, what I compare it to is a uh, garden hose, Denny. The, the voltage is the volume of water uh, or electricity that flows through your system. The amperage is the pressure. So you can have uh, you can have uh, volume. I mean, you can ha- it can, it it can be there uh, with 12 volts, but there's no pressure behind it. There's no amperage to support that. And as soon as you go and try and draw some amperage out of it, if you would continue to monitor the battery uh, when you turn the key to the start position, you'd find that it goes to just a few volts uh, because there's no amperage behind it. You need both. That's how you measure a battery is by testing the amount of amperage that you can draw out of the battery while being able to maintain 12 volts.
1: That's interesting analogy. Uh, that, may, that makes sense, uh, comparing uh, power to uh, amperage. Interesting. All right, let's do this. We need to take a quick break, uh, Dan, but uh, we have more textures coming in at 651. Nine, eight, nine, nine, two, two, six. 69 degrees now in the Twin Cities again overnight still predicting one to two inches of rain. You stay tuned to News Talk eight three zero. This is WCCO. Good Saturday morning to you. Sixty nine degrees in the Twin Cities will be in the mid to upper eighties for daytime high. One to two inches of rain overnight here in the Twin Cities. You've joined our. Uh, Car Care Show. Denny Long here, along with ASC Certified Technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive, which, Dan, is located exactly where on beautiful Grand Avenue?
0: Well, thanks for asking, Denny. We are at 982 Grand Avenue, which is right between Lexington and Victoria on Grand Avenue. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L L O Y D S lloydsautomotive.net, or give a call as soon as this morning, 651
1: 651- 228 1316 very good and if you have any kind of a car care question send it to via text right now because Dan takes his leave about 7:45 or so uh, our number is 651-989-9226 we'll get you Dan's phone number too before he leaves us today A lot of electrical type of questions this morning Dan interesting uh, here's another one this is about truck lighting it's a 2014 Dodge Ram pickup 1500 the truck has LED tail lights and turn signals. The rear lights and signals have 15 electronic elements in each unit. A few of these elements are not working. This sets off a notice on the dashboard of, quote, turn signal out. Is there a way to repair these individual elements, or do, you, do I need, Texter says, to replace the entire signal unit for $355? <laughs> Well, they've
0: done the research, so apparently they already know the answer. I will just confirm it. Yes, you do need to replace that whole unit. Those LED uh, little fixtures are not serviceable, and so the whole assembly needs to be replaced, and uh, that's that's a bummer because uh, back in the day we used to just put a bulb in there and light it back up, but, but that's not the case anymore, and because the vehicle is capable of monitoring when those lights aren't all working properly, uh, it sends off the warning on the dash, which makes it pretty hard to ignore.
1: Okay. We were talking last week, I think it was, about cleaning the interior of our car windows, and there's always seems to be a haze on there because of off-gassing or whatever the case may be. And it's hard to get rid of, it seems like. But this texter wants to know, uh, what was the cleaning product... We were talking about we were talking about a couple of different things. Uh, in fact, one of our listeners, uh, Dan, as you might remember, suggested this uh, Mister Clean. These little pads you you uh, uh, use with water. I mm-hmm. haven't tried that. I was going to, but I I've got my windshield pretty clean just doing the old Windex trick. Uh, and I know so, 3M makes a product too, as
0: far as cleaning. You know, sometimes uh, even just a, a soapy solution of Dawn first which doesn't really leave the window clean and clear, but it takes all of the oily and, and chemical-related residue off. And then to finish off with uh, um, Windex or something like that, some sort of window-cleaning product uh, to get rid of the, of the soapy film, uh, sometimes works out pretty well, too. But sometimes the, uh, some of the chemicals that or the spray chemicals that you use aren't strong enough to get through the oily and and chemical-related residue that's on the window.
1: I did try, uh, speaking of the Dawn thing, Dawn and water, uh, I did do that and then finished off with Windex. That did pretty good. Then I also read uh, that vinegar and water is a good cleanup for the greasy stuff.
0: I've heard that before, too. I've watched people do that on my home windows, and it seems to work great. So that's probably another good idea.
1: That'll next week, another project I have in mind. All right. Another question says this uh, 2017 Ford Explorer, uh, when I turn on my AC for the first time, it smells musty. I've replaced the cabin filter, but the problem still persists. What do you think, Dan? Well, it is
0: it is musty. There's something going on inside that heater box, and there's a, a spray, actually, a, a um, Lysol-type spray that you can get at the car uh um, parts store and, uh, they will, and, and it, it, it's, a uh, uh, um, aerosol that you turn on your air conditioning system and you introduce this somewhere either out under the hood, uh, through the air intake or, uh, and down on the dash or down under the dash through the air intake and, um, and it gets in there and it kills that moldy, musty growth that's going on inside your heater box. And it actually works pretty well. We've done it uh, several times uh, at Lloyd's, and uh, it works pretty well. So uh, go get it. Go get a can of that and follow the directions carefully, because they'll tell you to put the fan at a certain speed, and then they'll tell you where to in, look where to look for the place that you're going to introduce it and spray it into the heater
1: box. Okay, let's see. We've, uh, this text comes from Jim from the Victory Neighborhood, Minneapolis. Love listening to the show. Thank you, Jim. Uh, Jim has a 2007 Kia Optima. Headlights are dim. My mechanics in Robbinsdale have tried treating the headlights to eliminate the film, a film buildup inside. Do you have any ideas? I mean, you and I have talked about the outside being correctable, but what about the inside?
0: well I think if if it's if you have a film or uh, some sort of residue happening on the inside of the headlights, I don't think there's anything that you can do about that. There's no way to get to it uh, to clean that off. We've talked about buffing the exterior of their headlights if the headlights have started to yellow and uh, and that works very, very well. If you have some residue starting to build up on the inside of your headlights, I'm thinking that the the headlights are no longer sealed in other words there's something wrong with the headlights that's allowing air and moisture and things to get inside and if that's the case i think the headlights need to be replaced anyway so uh uh if if you've got buildup happening on the inside that shouldn't be happening because the headlights supposed to be sealed and uh, if it's no longer sealed you need to replace them
1: and have you mentioned and we've talked before some vehicles that's a pretty expensive proposition
0: well, it is uh you know, it looks like a daunting task to take the front bumper off and get at the uh the uh, headlights to replace them. But in reality, when you get started on it and uh and uh and actually do the repair, uh the the bumpers, the front and rear bumpers come off pretty quickly. And with cars many repairs that we do nowadays, require us to remove the bumpers, and uh, so we do it all the time, and I've gotten pretty good at it, and it's not that complicated.
1: Well, we'll let you and your crews do that. I'll just clean my windows. Thanks yeah, you clean much. your windows. Okay. <laughs> Hang on, Dan. We're going to have a look at that forecast. Rain is on the way, and we have more show to come uh, and more text to talk about here on News Talk 830 C C O. Good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Denny Long here along with AOC Certified Technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. Dan, I want to alert our listeners again. We have so many text messages this morning, and we appreciate those, that we're going to pick up on those we don't get uh, as we open up the show uh, next week. So just a word to the wise there. All right. Uh, Here's one. It says uh, an 09 Merc Sable with 3.5 liter engine. Uh, Every so often... At uh, one and a half a thousand RPM, while accelerating, car will stutter for a brief moment. Check engine light does not go on. Any ideas uh, why the stuttering?
0: Well, when you're accelerating like that, that's when you're putting the most load on the secondary ignition system—the spark plugs, the spark plug wires, if it has it, uh, the ignition coils, if it has those. And uh, when you're on under load like that, is when a misfire will show up. uh, If it's going to show up, the good news is we can figure out what's going on because the vehicle is capable of counting those misfires on a particular cylinder, and we can uh, uh, check in with the computer and see uh, if, if indeed, the cylinder is or a cylinder is misfiring. And if the cylinder is misfiring, then we can uh, start to look at it and diagnose what the problem is. Is is it a uh, bad spark plug? Does a spark plug or, or a wire have a a uh, a carbon track that's running down it, causing the spark to go to ground instead of going to the spark plug like it's supposed to? But the good news is, it's uh, it's not a complicated diagnostics and. Uh, to be honest with you, most professional technicians taking the vehicle for a drive would be able to tell you if it's a misfire or not.
1: Okay. Another electrical type of question. Both running lights are not working on a 1988 Ford F-250. Any ideas?
0: Well, if it's the rear running lights, uh, we see lots of trouble in the wiring harness that, you know, the the, the uh, wiring to the rear taillights lights. Starts at the, up at the front of the vehicle and it runs all the way down the frame, uh, all the way to the back. And uh, over time, we'll find that corrosion is happening at a connection, or in the middle of a wire that's been pierced, or uh, so sometimes they've had an aftermarket trailer hitch system put on them, and that that can cause trouble. But at any rate, uh, most often we find that something's going on along that long wiring harness that runs along the frame of the vehicle.
1: Okay. Let's see. Here's a 2019 uh, Chevrolet. doesn't say what, uh, what uh, kind. I cannot get the sync switch off. S-Y-N-C. What is that?
0: I'm not sure. The sync switch, which uh, I, I'm not sure if it's trying to interface with your telephone, if that's the sync switch that they're talking about hmm. or exactly what they're talking about. But I guess I can't give you a good answer to that because I'm not sure exactly what
1: they're talking about. Well, they may reply with further details on, on that. Uh, here's a a long overdue. I'll read just what it says here. A long overdue compliment to Lloyd's Automotive for our first visit last spring. We live in Eden Prairie. Certainly worth the long drive to have our car tuned up. They were friendly and efficient. Made us feel special. Even had the opportunity to meet and visit with Dan Burns. We shall exactly. return. How about that? <laughs> Unsolicited.
0: Well, that's yeah. I, I really appreciate that, and uh, you know we do have a number of customers that drive a long ways and go past an uh, an awful lot of other shops to do business with us, and I just want everyone to know how much we appreciate that that um, that they that they appreciate the job that we try and do, and uh, always know that we do try to do our best, and if ever it's if ever it's not adequate, well then we'll take another swing at it and 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 get it right for sure
1: absolutely know know it well, so thank you for that uh let's see we have time, and this is it uh, for today. Don from Hinckley says the twenty twenty Jeep Grand Cherokee the check engine light came on again, it came on a month ago, and of course, when I took it into the dealer and they started it, it was off. The technician said it has to go through three different cycles. And it many times goes off. Some said it could be from a loose gas cap, but my Jeep does not have a gas cap. What do you think?
0: Well, uh, I'm surprised that the uh, um, computer did not store that code. So I think that uh, that's where I would start is I would maybe let someone else check and see if, if the code is stored in there. If the code is not stored in there, if it's not if it's not a significant enough check engine light to store a code, then my recommendation would be give it some more time until the light comes on and stays on. If the check engine light is on and I check your vehicle, I'm going to be able to find out what's going on and, and where uh, the repair procedure needs to start.
1: Okay. Dan, we have to run. I'm going to save these uh, text messages we did not get to and uh, open up the show with those uh, next week. Dan, thank you so much. How, how do we get in touch with you guys at Lloyd's?
0: Well, come on over, Danny. We are at 982 Grand Avenue, which is right between Lexington and Victoria. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net, or call as soon as this morning, 651 228
1: Good deal. Dan, thanks so much for your help, and uh, you guys uh, have a good week at Lloyd's, and we'll talk to you next Saturday. Thanks, Denny. Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive. Stay tuned next for Jack Farrell's Wine Chat here on News Talk 830, WCCO 69 degrees right now. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?